0: Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look
2: out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. CMOS, girlies, your favorite freaks of the podcast and meme page are back. We're ready to chat. It's a Friday. Happy morning, Emma. How's it going over there? Happy
1: morning to you too. I'm great. It's 4th of July weekend. That's uh, a holiday right? I do not be celebrating. Right. I haven't celebrated that goddamn holiday in years. When I was a tween, actually. I, my friend Patrick and I were kind of like, fuck this holiday. I don't care about fireworks and sitting in the heat and eating, I don't know, not even barbecue because I was vegan at the time. Popsicles? Barbecue, popsicles, you know, the whole spiel. Like I was vegan also. So, like, what was I going to eat, you know? But so what we would always do, we would go to this little French bistro and we would eat charcuterie boards minus the meat and cheese. So I think it was just bread (laughs) and hummus and then these massive salads that were really good. And we would drink San Pellegrino because we weren't of age to drink at the time. And we would just be like chilling with all these 60 year old couples who also kind of didn't give a fuck about the holiday. And that was my favorite way to celebrate. I'm not going to be celebrating like that here in New York. I'm going to be probably be alone. No, well, maybe I won't be alone. Maybe I'll be with Kate. We'll see what happens. Anyway, I'm great. It's fucking hot as like the devil's ball sack and I'm sweating, but I refuse to turn on my AC because I'm a frugal bitch.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Same. Emma and I literally hate turning on our AC and our lights. It's funny when we've been pitching to investors like one woman is literally like I don't even remember who said this out of all the calls we've been on my mind is blurred but they're like you're in the are you guys in the dark and I was and they're She's like, like is are it you nighttime? in bed? Yeah. Yeah. I was like can I not take a phone call from bed? in the dark without my AC on come on this is very gen z of me but yeah not going to be celebrating fourth of july all i really remember from my childhood is we go to a parade and i would always wear like a t-shirt from old navy that's all i really remember about it but um you know fuck fourth of july in these streets so won't be celebrating it but emma and i have a lot of interesting plans for this weekend we will see what happens in our social battery between each other you know ice cream going to the beach a few podcast sessions business stuff we have a lot of things we need to do for you girlies um another thing we have microphones now um I I, maybe I'll post something on the meme page like just like a photo of them so we technically do have microphones are we using them for these past three weeks of podcasting no we don't know how to set them up and I'm frankly too um embarrassed to look into it you know what I mean it's like when you have a a question that's too stupid to google like how do I set up a fucking microphone I don't think I have headphones that work and I don't know how to plug it in so um, just stay used to this shitty audio for the time being. We might never get an upgrade.
1: Yeah, we might rip the bandaid off at some point, keyword being might. I feel as if I was on a run last week when we got the microphones. My brain was very confused on, you know, the technology and how microphones work. How me speaking into some plastic, you know, generates better audio. And yeah, I guess we're like dumb and didn't realize that we need a headphones. So we should have yeah. requested that when we requested the microphones. I don't really feel like buying headphones. That sounds like a lot of work even though I'm sure it's one click away on Best Buy, Target. Do I feel like spending 90, 100 on headphones for this podcast that you know what has already done well without it? Not no. entirely
2: Also, here's great news for the girlies and for Emma um, just kind of letting you know this. Um now that I'm a corporation, I have a business credit card and I was talking to my tax guy uh, Scott Perrin. Shout out to Scott Perrin. You're definitely not listening to my podcast. Um and I have a business card and basically like so much of my life is in this area of like, is it content or is it you living your life? And he's like, honestly, just put it on the business card. So like Emma and I are going to do an episode about like food, like snacks. And I think I can expense and write that off all for taxes because it's content. Um, so I think if we want to get headphones, I can write that off. I think I can write off if we go to Rockaway and our transportation is like content. So I'm really being ballsy because I'm only going to be an influencer for like a day. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to do this forever, but I'm going to the system while I fucking can. Yeah, scam the system. Which brings into our next point. Not really, but merchandise. So many DMs. Hey, girlies, you launching merch? You launching merch? Launching merch. The reason we haven't launched merch is because Emma and I are both... Freaks. I was going to say pilgrims. And every time we were doing the merch, it would go on our personal credit cards and both of our banks would call us and be like, yo, why are you making 500 transactions a day? Which I don't think you guys realize just because you're buying merch from us, whatever. Like most people that probably launch merch that they have some sort of like entity that they're buying it with, you know? So that's why we didn't want to do merch. We could do a lot of merch, but it was just causing us a lot of financial turmoil. It would be like spending thousands of dollars on supplies and then we wouldn't get reimbursed from a very later point. So it's like putting ourselves into debt. However, the people have spoken and we want to launch merch. This will be a way for us to help start supple in meaningful ways, I guess, to a degree. TBD on that one. But you guys have left some great comments on the meme page, as always. Ideas just popping off the dome of what you guys are thinking about merch. So we're very excited for that. So TBD. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: I think we're actually going to put in work with the merch this time and not just try to use some weird scammy website because before, you know, before k you know, we had a following, nothing crazy, but, you know, I feel like we are at the position where we can level up the, um, the merch game. Maybe we'll yeah. give you guys some cheeky water bottles, yeah. maybe even we'll the give you a, a sweatshirt and a better colorway, yeah. but yeah, so very excited for that. Um, we don't know when it's going to launch and everything, but, you know, just keep your we're eyes busy, on we're we'll busy.
2: Yeah. Next point, we never got to talk about on the pod. Now we have posted a meme about this, and I think we got some um, confused, confused girlies, but we'd love to formally talk about our love and obsession for the greatest thing on God's planet, which is dill pickle mustard from Trader Joe's. Emma, you were the first to find this.
1: Dude, I have not been excited about food or new items in the longest time. I think when I was vegan, I would always hound the shelves for the latest and greatest product. But now that I kind of eat like an ancestor, once did, I don't really care, but yeah. So don't pick a mustard. I was needing mustard and I was scanning the shelves and I saw this and I was like, Ooh, I like pickles and I like mustard. I'm a freak when it comes to anything vinegary. That is honestly one of my favorite flavors. Salt and vinegar chips growing up were my thing, but I got it and Holy shit. It is amazing. I have been just dipping truly carrots into it and sprinkling nutritional yeast on top. And it is such a delightful snack. And yeah, it's kind of changed my life.
2: Yeah, I agree. I was skeptical. You know, I see those little fun, quirky tra- snacks at Trader Joe's. And I'm like, the Trader Joe's industrial complex has gone too far with this weird snack thing. You guys are going to be haters because I know you guys love the snacks. Don't worry. But the dill Pickle Mustard is very good. I was worried it would have like a purposeless use in my pantry. But it, it hits, you know, if you like the vinegar. And this is where I thought of the next point. Now, this is kind of a, a retired age point at this at this time in space, but on TikTok, if you girlies are on it, the one girl that went viral because um, she made some Diet Coke shit. I honestly don't know if the original video was parody, but she was like, "I put balsamic and Lacroix." I was thinking that Emma and I have to do some sort of like rendition of this and come on the camera and be dead ass and be like, "We are the sea Girls. We run the largest health and wellness platform for Gen Z. Here is the the best way to taste like Santa, and we put like nutritional yeast and like kombucha together." And say this is Fanta, but it's healthy. So um, yeah, let us know if you have any ideas for that. Like, yeah, big, if big, you like, guys want to,
1: yeah, I my brain is kind of dead. I think also, fuck, my MacBook is again like hotter than the devil's balls. Oh, I know it's on my legs right now. I'm literally <laughs> my, burning. Le- my legs be burning. I am sweating, but anywho podcasters hell, yeah, l- truly. Oh my god, but oh my god, it's doing the hissing sound where it's like freaking the fuck out. Anyway, okay, I'm gonna keep on talking because ma- no one cares. I was thinking this is, this is actually a fun beverage idea, but we need to do something that is very much a meme. I was thinking something with like frozen mango, sea moss, and coconut water. I know that would oh. actually taste good, but we need to do something easy where it's, you know, you do a
2: syrup and you do a liquid. Like maybe we do something with black sharp molasses. Oh, I think we could do like chart, tart cherry concentrate. I don't know. But Elder, there has to be- syrup. There has to be something that's an oddball. Like it can't actually come across as like, oh, this is a normal wellness tonic. Like the the one, the balsamic, why would you ever fucking do balsamic vinaigrette? Now you girlies, we know that we drink apple cider vinegar. That's a different like taste bud thing, but it has to be a weird thing in the pantry. Also, what is up with people drinking olive oil on TikTok? I just, maybe that has great benefits. I don't know. I've never tried it. I guess it could be comparable to like MCT oil, but just does not sound like it would go down my throat and I would be like, yum, doing it again tomorrow. (laughs) Like what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I don't know about that one. I know, I feel like on podcast episodes, they're always saying, you know, the olive oil is super, super healthy. It's like a brain superfood, essentially. And so they always are like, drink three tablespoons of olive oil. I think Stephen Gundry says that. Also, I always forget that Stephen Gundry's from my hometown. So kind of a sleigh, like go off Omaha for that one. Um, Even though he's a hater on lectins and other weird things, but
2: what can you do with all those weird, wild, goofy, white folks in the wellness space? Yeah, well, the folks. Okay. So this episode, if you tap into it, is, I think, our, like, the most incredible interview we've ever had with Kat Cole oh. from Athletic Greens. You guys are going to learn so much. And she, I feel like, is such a queen of wellness and just, like, her business experience and the amount of companies she scaled and her career pivot points are super inspiring. You guys, I think will learn a lot about AG1. They've been a reoccurring sponsor for us. And I feel like some of you guys are still like, did Kate and Emma take AG? Um, we will take it. We both love it. But I think you guys will learn a lot about supplements and integrity and like the wacky world of wellness we all talk about. So it's a very good convo that you guys will hopefully enjoy. Yes. Yeah, so without further ado, we
1: will talk to you guys later and we hope you enjoy our interview with the one and only Kat Cole from Athletic Greens.
2: Let's get into it.
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed.
1: Hey, CMOS grillies. We have to tell you all about our favorite new plant-based protein powder by Sprout Living. They're so delicious, so clean, and really much
2: more than just your standard protein powder. Now, what really makes them different is that they avoid a lot of the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only
1: use real, whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is great because it makes the blends multifunctional. Their Epic Protein Pro Collagen Blend, for example, also contains ingredients that help boost the body's own
2: natural production of collagen. How cool is that? They have tons of different flavors. There's truly something for everyone to love. Check them out and use the code CMOSGrillies for 20% off your order. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking athletic greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it.
1: For me, I started taking athletic greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell
2: you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're
1: investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health.
2: To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, CMOS girlies. We are here with Kat and we're going to talk all things Athletic Greens. You guys have definitely heard about Athletic Greens. They're one of our reoccurring sponsors for the podcast. Em and I are both huge fans, and we're excited to talk all things health and wellness. So welcome, Kat.
3: Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah. So to start off, I think our CMS girlies definitely know a lot about AG1 and have maybe tried the product, but we'd love to hear more about you. So if you could introduce yourself to our audience, that'd be great.
3: Yeah. uh, I am the president, COO, and board member of Athletic Greens, the parent company of the Becoming world-famous product, AG1, and I'm a mom of a three-year-old and a five-year-old. I'm a wife of an ultra-endurance athlete and a venture capitalist, and uh, my whole life I've been building brands. I started out as a, like an hourly employee in a mall, working in retail, and then Uh, became a hostess at Hooters, and then became a waitress at Hooters, and I was the first person in my family to get into college, thought I was going to finish my engineering degree and then go to law school, Um, but as luck would have it, Hooters was growing around the world, and when I was 19, I started opening franchises around the world, and it literally became this crazy career opportunity where by the time I was 20, I had launched the brand On Four Continents, Um, had opened between the U.S. and the global operations, about 15 locations, and I was failing college because I was never there. So I dropped out at the age of 20. I was a vice president of that company by 26, helped launch the airline, lead the expansion around the world, uh, all kinds of other crazy things. That was an amazing 14-year career, but every two years, I had a completely different global gig. Mm -hmm. And then I became president of Cinnabon, Uh, When I was 31, helped turn that brand around out of the recession, launched one of the first truly omni-channel CPG businesses out of a restaurant brand, then built that capability at the parent company, Focus Brands, eventually became president and COO of that $5 billion company, nine presidents reporting to me, 80 countries um, did that for many years, took a year off to just advise and invest. Things I was already doing for many years, but I wanted to do those things exclusively after being at Focus Brands for 10 years. And then one of the companies I advised uh, was Athletic Greens. And I just fell in love with the brand, the business. The founder convinced me very easily to come on board full time. And so in December of 21, I joined as president and have been working to grow the business ever since.
1: Super cool. Yeah, I think it's like really inspiring that you've kind of have built something from your for yourself, like from nothing, and just like yeah, really putting in like that hard work and kind of just like you know climbing the ladder, as you will. And it obviously, you know, seems that you've kind of have had your hand involved in like pretty much every area when it comes to like CPG and other food brands. But what about like AG one specifically? Like that made you super excited about joining them? Was it just like the innovative product or um, values? We would love to know.
3: It was many things. I mean, one. I I am an angel investor in over 70 companies. So I uh, have been working with founders, investing in early stage companies, even though I was working in like big mass commercial businesses for my day gig. I've been involved in earlier stage and growth stage businesses for many years. So that's a really important fact, because otherwise it would be an unusual jump, you know, from big companies to high growth, from mass commercial to pure health and wellness. Um, And out of those 70 investments, a good majority are either in health, wellness, or health tech. And so my jam, my values, my personal interests have been in this space for a very long time. And that's important. And then when I met Chris Ashenden, the founder and uh, CEO of Athletic Greens, he's just so... um, like curious and humble and coachable, even though he bootstrapped, like self-funded that company to 160 million in annual run rate, uh, and a lot of founders that have that level of success are not always highly humble and coachable, and and he is, and so that made me want to continue to work with him to begin with, like in any capacity, an advisor, a board member. that's important. I would not have joined the company uh, because life is too short, no matter how great the growth opportunity, if the people and the person I would be working most closely with weren't like totally badass and just great humans. And he's a great human. And so we developed a really great rapport over the months of me uh, uh, investing, of me advising. And within the first few months, he was like, come help me build this. Come help me build this. I know I need like professional leadership to come scale this to the next level. And at first I was, I've been a customer for quite some time. So is my husband as an ultra endurance athlete. And uh, even though our company is athletic greens, it is neither exclusively for athletes, nor is our product only greens. (laughs) It's a little bit of like it's cool because it's developed awareness but it's a bit of a hurdle we have to get over um, and and so I found that challenge of expanding the brand beyond what some people think it is really interesting I was also super inspired by the fact that it's like twelve and it's a 12 year old company um, mm-hmm. that he built it 12 years ago for now fully remote um, carbon neutral um, good for body, organic when we can get organic at scale, really caring about labor and um, human practices around the world and just conscious, right? Like so conscious. And um, so, yeah, I fell in love with the mission, uh, love working with the founder and, and, and the product's amazing. And that is um, hard to come by.
2: Yeah, that is so great. I think Emma and I have been, you know, great, like, um, like fans of the product and really have been inspired by like seeing it grow, Um, but also really inspired by I think the story and like the efficacy of it, because I think one of our biggest gripes with health and wellness is that there's so much just scammy stuff on the market that as I'm sure you're aware of just like greenwashing and random, random advertising and marketing claims that go onto so many health and wellness products these days. Um, so when it comes to your role at AG1, president COO, what's like the most rewarding thing or like most exciting thing about the role? Um, I guess it, you've taken obviously a lot of different roles in your career, but what has makes I think this spot at like AG1 so special right
3: now? One is just the, the opportunity for impact that the company has. I mean, a lot of people launch businesses and a lot of people have a level of success with those businesses, but very few of them really give a shit about the impact their business has mm-hmm. and make decisions over the years that even if it hurts the profitability or slows the growth because it's better for the customer. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's really exciting to know that that's the foundation. I don't have to fight uh, like a dated, mature culture that doesn't care and try to convince people to care. It's already there. And so I just have to protect that as we scale. And so, a couple of things that are really exciting. One, you know, Chris has iterated AG1 52 times. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, again, the, the list of things that we don't do well as a company is very long. <laughs> a lot of brands that people love, there's still a ton of shit that needs to be done better. Um, And that's definitely true at Athletic Greens, Um, but the product is amazing. So it gives us a little bit of air cover to fix the stuff we don't do perfectly. Um, And so I'm excited about continuing those iterations. I mean, literally when there was a higher quality ingredient, he put it in. Uh, When when there was an opportunity to upgrade the probiotics, he did it. Never passed on the cost to the customer. Putting in adaptogens when the research came out and said, this is good for the gut and a more natural way uh, to provide energy Added the mushroom super mushroom blend um, when the research came out, literally never passed on a dime. And part of the reason he could do that is because it was a direct-to-consumer model from the beginning. So he wasn't trying to cover wholesale margins or sales costs or, you know, any of that. So he smartly structured the business to give him the ability to absorb those costs and not have to pass them on. But it's still a very expensive product to make um, because of the quality, because of the certifications, um, that we put on it. We are NSF for sport. Most Americans don't know what that means. So it's kind of a expense we put ourselves through that a lot of people don't care about, yeah. um, but, <laughs> but yeah. But professional athletes have to have it. Um, right. And it, you know, it, you guys know, because you're building businesses in this space mm-hmm. and it essentially says what you say in it at the levels you say are in it and other things are not, we ensure there are no pesticides. Like so, there are some minerals that literally cannot be organic. So for people who are like AG one, everything isn't organic. Well, no shit. Cause there's some things that literally come from like a, a, a mineral it's material. A that's on a Yeah. Plane. Like And but, you know, again, it's that's a lot to debate in a very short space sometimes. Um, and so continuing these iterations, protecting the quality and doing so as the company scales. I know scale. I know big. I mean, I'm used to running billion dollar brands with thousands of SKUs and hundreds of thousands of employees on all inhabited continents and so to go to one one brand that essentially does one thing insanely well and sells in one channel athleticgreens.com right. is is a really cool challenge for me mm-hmm. um but people are still going to people humans are still going to human and so building a company coaching and development hiring firing organizing the teams prioritizing what's the next hire we make, how do we give them the best experience, how do we develop people on their journey, when do we grow, when do we not grow, Um, raising capital, investing in new innovation and new products, which we will, very few, but there will be more, expanding countries, which I've done my whole life, you know, those are the things that are kind of the intersection of what AG has done uniquely, and what I know how to do incredibly well, and that's really fun when you're both um, like bringing your skills and learning and adapting it at the same time.
1: Super, super cool. And yeah, I like, I definitely appreciate that you guys are so dedicated to, you know, ingredients. And I think like all the certifications, cause we get so many questions on like, how do I know if I'm like getting a good supplement? And we always kind of, you know, tell our listeners and community, like, look for these certifications, et cetera. And we definitely, you know, suggest athletic greens to some of our, you know, communities our community just because yeah of all the certifications and everything that you guys do um kind of shifting gears kind of into some more like fun personal random questions um you are obviously very much like tapped into the wellness space i'm curious are like what you like perhaps love and hate about the wellness culture kate and i definitely you know this is kind of what we talk about on a daily basis on the podcast our meme page and in our geneva community channel we're always kind of you know yeah chatting about things that we love and hate so curious on yeah your takes
3: so many things yeah. <laughs> I love, love and hate. Um, it's funny. We have this picture. I, I, I hope we share it publicly one day in like a bigger way of Chris, um, the founder and CEO of AG standing in the supplement aisle of whole foods, taking a selfie and he, and he captions it WTF. It shouldn't be this hard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like literally. And this is that picture is one, everything that's wrong with the space. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the literally, if someone were to say, why does AG exist? What what's its enemy? What problem does it solve? That picture. Yep. It solves it. And, and of course, like in any industry, there's like shady ass players and there's really high quality players. And then there's a bunch of stuff in between and, yeah. And it is so fucking hard to know. Yes. It's so hard to know. Totally. And like what's good. And then, and then even if it's high quality, like let's just say you find a wellness product or a supplement that has in it what it says is in it. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And you find a way to test and or or it has a certification that proves that. There's that part of the knowledge that's a huge question mark and so hard to navigate, but then there's the way bigger world of biology and medicine and science, which is, what does it do for me? How do I know? Do I believe it? And then the, the more complex layer, which is many things, whether it's things you put on your skin, on your hair, or in your body, actually function best or don't even have their effects unless they're combined with certain things. Right. Right. And so you can, you know, there's some that people have kind of come to know about that I think are good examples to use. Like it's, it's become maybe not common knowledge. I don't know that, you know, my, my mom knows this, but, but people in our space and even like your listeners have come to learn that turmeric while great on its own is radically more effective with black pepper. Totally. And so does that mean you shouldn't take turmeric without it? No, but if you're looking for more noticeable benefits to reduce inflammation, then yeah, totally. You need the peps. Um, yeah. And, and then there are things like vitamin D, right? Vitamin D3 is only accelerating absorption and impact in the body with vitamin K too. Yeah. Uh, and that is why it is one of the two other things we sell at AG because it's a commonly needed supplement. Um, so this, I, this part of the wellness industry which is a lot of companies sell you things that are not even educating you on what makes them most effective or when the company could easily add that thing in
2: totally
3: sell it to you separately because it's of course consumer it's like um you know capitalism and the consumption market where why would i i want to sell you more things so you need to keep coming to me and AG is obviously like the opposite. If it can go in AG1, it is going in AG1 as long as it's synergistic, like it helps other things be effective and it still keeps us relevant for most people. Like it protects our vegan friendly stat. It protects keto. I mean, we don't put omegas. I mean, omegas need to be in an oil anyway to be the highest quality, but it wouldn't be vegan if we put, you know, omegas in there um, D3K best in an oil, not in a powder. Mm -hmm. And and so we, we protect those things. And, um, so that's everything that's wrong with the industry. And, and, but the things that are right and why I love what, what you guys are doing, there's so much room well, there's always more room for anything good, right? There's room for more books, more podcasts, more businesses. Like, I hate when I hear people say, "Well, I don't know if the world needs another blah blah blah." No, it doesn't need another shitty one. Yeah, but it need a good one. Yeah. Um, and so, what's what I love about it is that it's becoming more mainstream, and totally. and everything starts as fringe, everything. And there are certain things, whether it's taking omegas or the science around sleep, right? That starts with fringe. And in wellness, fringe is professional athletes in almost all cases. Mm -hmm. And then it like bleeds to those trainers then and nutritionists and doctors working with like regular folks, but usually who are higher income and who have access to the deepest science and the expertise. And then a business comes along and is like, you know, this shouldn't be the best kept secret among athletes and rich folks we're gonna break it down, and whether it's sure. education, like what you do, um, more affordable versions of quality, like what some people do, just shit that tastes better. Like part of yeah. what makes AG1 really insane is it's a lot of things in one habit, and it is tasty enough to drink every day on its own with water. Yeah, you can put it in a smoothie. Yes, you can add milk and lemon and all that, but the work. The the innovation going into, you know what? We like some people call it delicious. That may be a stretch, right? It's it's but it's tasty. And if yes. you get used to it every morning, people, I mean, everyone says this. It's like I start to crave it oddly. Yeah. And um, and so that the idea of things good for you becoming either accessible, affordable, more delicious, all this leads to more people having more access. Mm-hmm. which means it's more likely to be a habit. And what I, what I would love to see more of, again, it's what a lot of what you educate and talk about is just the broader idea because you get a lot of haters in the space too. There's a ton of haterade on the wellness shelf. Yeah. And, um, and certainly against um, Athletic Greens since we've come out as a leader in the space. And, and it's interesting because a lot of it is just people who question like supplements in general. Totally. And, and that's well-deserved because there's a bunch of bullshit out there, but I firmly believe, and the science shows one, most of us don't have the perfect lifestyle or the perfect diet. Our food is not as nutrient dense as it once was like literally an apple does Mm -hmm. not have the same nutrient density that it did a year ago. Yet we're actually pushing our bodies and our minds farther, faster, with more intensity, more information overload, like more go, go, go. So if you just believe those things, then it means we need support totally. because we used to do less and have more nutrient-dense food. So yeah, that was totally enough. Um, and if you live on an organic farm and you eat the most perfect meals six times a day or four times a day, not intermittent fasting and two meals a day, well, you were never getting enough protein and nutrients and, for what your body needs, um, then, then supplementation helps. And, and then on, on that agreement, we can move to what do pe- what do most people need and benefit from when and then there's a lot of like hyper personalized situations where it it does get very nuanced and the hyper personalized situations that's one that actually for AG1 we stay away from like we we're not in the customization business we're not in the if you need this particular herb or we 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 are zigging when other people are zagging. It's like most people, through research from um, nutritionists and functional doctors and MDS and PhDs and Eastern medicine and Western medicine, show that people in the modern world either are deficient in or benefit from this support, especially for gut health. And and then I would go to just the amount of research that is coming out. Again, it's fringe, but becoming more commonplace about the gut brain connection, the gut body connection. Many people don't know the things that deteriorate the quality of the digestive system, which is where a majority of the immune system is housed. Literally, if like, if you've just had to take Advil your whole life, wrecks your gut, Mm -hmm. not even antibiotics. That's a, that's obviously one that people know, like, oh, I take antibiotics. Now I need to take probiotics, but greens alone don't cut it. And probiotics alone don't cut it. Like nature needs diversity. The body needs synergy. Um, And so I get excited about the education journey, like what you guys are taking people on to help them. Just, you know, like you don't unlearn shit. You don't unlearn it. And so when they learn it from you, now that's in their knowledge stack. And that can lead to their decision stack that then becomes hopefully habit stacking and people start younger. Totally, Uh, building like living their most spectacular nutritional lives.
2: Totally. I think that's amazing. All you said, I think I'm going to have such like similar alignment when it comes to the supplement industry. I think we first started actually making memes because we would go through the supplement aisle and we're like, everyone here is 70 and we're both trying to be preventative and 20. And this all, all is confusing, all of it's scammy. And I think it's so frustrating, which you can probably relate to is that if you're someone that's working in the wellness industry and there's a lot of like scam artists or just bullshitty products out there, it degrades integrity and trust of all of us. You know, people don't believe in supplements because maybe they've taken something and it hasn't proved any results. Then it hurts everyone else that's trying to, you know, effectively grow a company and a brand. So I think with us, with the memes, at least in our generation, since our main audience is probably like, 15 to 23 really trying to make it normalized of like take your magnesium before you go to bed it's okay to like stay in and go to bed at 9 30 on a Saturday and foam roll and stretch (laughs) your yeah
3: yeah
2: (laughs) but I think it's so kind of um you know if fringe or against the norm of what our generation is like you know programmed to think of like you need to diet and you need to drink a ton and you need to go out every night we're trying to you know, get people going down a different path and start thinking about their
3: health at an early age. So I think something that, that comes that. up is the um, for all of us, and probably even more a younger generation, the idea of immediacy. Right? Yeah, like, I take it. I must turn into a unicorn. Yeah, overnight, like <laughs> <laughs> quick fix. So, okay, when I hear that, people are like, I drink, I drink something, I don't feel it. Even though with AG One, especially with the energy effects, a lot of because there's so many B vitamins and uh, probiotics and adaptogens in it. There, there are people who are like, wow, I, I need to like take the coffee down a notch when I'm drinking AG1. Um, but in general, like think just, I, I, I tell people, just think about this. When you go to the doctor who you probably trust, mm-hmm. if they give you an antibiotic. Do you take it for one day? Do yeah. You? Like uh, if you um, want your hair, skin and nails to grow, Do you think taking something one a day is going to work? No. If you've ever, um, if you know anyone, maybe like a mom or a friend that might have alopecia or hair issues, and they go to the dermatologist who gives them serum like minoxidil or something to put on their head. Do you know what the doctors tell them? You have to do this every day for three to six months before you see a little sprout. And then if you're trying to regrow your eyebrows, that might, if you've over tweezed them, that might even be more relevant. And so this idea of education to learn when something can and should be relatively noticeable, like if you drink a whole cup of psyllium husk, you are going to shit your pants. If you are looking to improve your respiratory health, because maybe you have asthma Mm -hmm. and a functional doctor says you need to really take a lot of omegas, right? And none of this is medical advice. that is not going to happen by like smashing it for a day uh, or yeah. eating salmon once a week. And so that's the other piece, this ba- this balance between can I feel it? And because we got trained by Red Bull candidly yeah, <laughs> um, and it gives you wigs and it really did. And, and so this wellness is a very different thing. Like you don't work out for one day and get a six pack. And so, yeah. I love when people are just so no bullshit about this. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, the scammers in the space use that to their advantage, right? Like totally this for six months to know anything. And then it's, it's shit. And so that's the hard part. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Or especially too, like you're saying, when you, you know, like the NSF certification as an example, a lot of companies are like, well, I know that no one knows what that is, so I'm not going to do it. Or I know that everyone's used to this shitty experience with supplements, so I'm not going to do any education. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's some frustrating stuff.
3: And sure. it's these certifications. I mean, again, you can come up with any certification you want. You could have like best product ever by Cat Cole turn into a yeah. stamp. <laughs> you know, it's on your product. And the sad part is optically, it will Imprint make some product, people... Yeah um think it is more vetted but something like NSF i mean i i wish people knew it's part of what we need to do better what we put ourselves through we were just on a call yesterday talking about a particular um ingredient in AG1 that we want to take up the levels of because the research around impact of this particular herb Um, is amazing when it's at a certain level Hmm. and, and we know it makes an impact below, but the, the research that's really credible that we could use, it needs to be like, I don't know, for example, like two milligrams higher (laughs) to, Hmm. to actually like unlock what the research says are these noticeable benefits. Um, and, and it's like, okay, we could do that. We have to go back to NSF Hmm. and And that's another eight weeks and another unbelievable amount of money and, and then complexity in the supply chain. And then because AG1 is such a freak about taste, then we've got to redo all the ingredient combinations. Mm -hmm. It causes an off taste, right? Like it it is, it's opening a can of worms (laughs) by doing that. It is. And and yet we've done it 52 times and totally, um, And so that we, again, we have to do a better job of telling that in a way that's not bullshittery where, again, some people believe it, some people won't, but the people who care, they care. Yeah. Um, And, and I also, to your point over time, it, it should help more companies go, yeah, we should hold ourselves to the standard because actually paying that company to do that helps protect us against shady suppliers, Because we could go source like the next amazing high quality, like we do all this um, phytonutrient um, testing of the actual bioavailability and the genetic elements of the plants that have the researched impact, but we could have a shady supplier that like subcontracts out from another farm because the industry is growing so much. HE is the largest purchaser in the world of some of our ingredients. Mm. You don't think some of these suppliers, no matter how good they are every once in a while, having a bad day and try to slide something in. And so holding ourselves to a higher standard, like we say it's barley grass, but they get something else. Mm. And, and so having a third party actually helps us hold our suppliers accountable and for sure, they have caught things over the years mm. for sure. Where it's like, what? That's not what, and, and it's not that we're trying to pass it off. It's that we have to hold our suppliers to a really high standard. And when the products come from all over the world, different countries, different languages, you, you literally, you cannot sleep, totally. <laughs> like cannot sleep on, on this. And, and, and it's not one ingredient for us. It's 75. So it's a heavy, like we're waiting on, freaking vitamin e right now because it's the for the next iteration because it's the highest quality and so we can't get that out for months because of the way we source it and refine it and so it does sort of it is kind of upsetting when people with far less care of quality like get are really good branders and -hmm. storytellers and it just sucks you know for those customers but then it's like nope can't feel bad about it. You need to do it. We may be great at quality. We need to do a better job storytelling. For
1: sure. I think to round out the, you know, this episode, um, I think it's the last final question is just, yeah, any exciting business or personal news for you for the rest of the year? It's kind of crazy that it's July, but yeah, for the next six months or even, you know, beyond that, what are you excited for? And yeah, personal life or for AG?
3: um personal life i am so fucking excited to get back to burning man um Mm. it's been cancelled for two years i got married at burning man i'm a many year burner um it's very much a part of my life and my community and refilling my creative bucket um so it is on i'm so excited the man burns in 62 days um So that's it on the personal front and just trying to keep my little three-year-old daughter um, has asthma and has COVID right now. And so just always keeping her healthy and safe, especially as she gets older, That's that takes a lot of my energy, but she's doing great. Um, and then professionally, just we're, we're growing like a weed in Europe, um, AG is, and a good bit of our business is in Europe. And that's exciting because the supplementing culture is kind of at an earlier stage there with far more criticism and um, discernment from customers, especially in Germany, as many might imagine. Um, so it's great to like, grow up as a brand in a more discriminating customer base and environment where there's less hype and less commonality, and you have to like work harder to prove um, what you say. And then I'm really excited for our additional products um, that will come out next year. Very exciting.
2: Yay. I think everyone will be so excited to see what's in the works for AG1. Um, thank you so much for taking the time, Kat. This was so educational and so informative. I think the CMOS will really love this. I feel like a lot of our listeners definitely want to work in wellness when they're older in some capacity. And I think you've given them a lot of insight about that. So thank you for taking the time.
3: Yeah. Thank you guys.
2: Thank you, CMOS Girlies. You guys know that we'll have a next new pod next Tuesday. Leave a review in the Apple Podcast Store. We'll be posting memes, you know, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>